the Late Night Legends podcast is meant for an adult audience only. It may contain sexually oriented content. Content may not be suitable for sensitive listeners. Please be aware of your surroundings. Listener discretion is advised. whispering tonight oh, okay did you ever just like walk up behind somebody and whisper legends in their ear just go legends and just walk no <laughs> no <sounds> no like- <laughs> you know why because i don't want to be slapped or punched in the face uh yeah that sounds pretty good um announcements my, my new general manager sometimes comes up behind you and just breathes heavily through his mouth ah i used to be like that Ugh. true story. he does it on purpose to you know what you, you know what true story I don't know how many people are like this, but from the time I was born until the time I was maybe 14, so birth from 14, I never like could breathe through my nose because of congestion. Did they take your adenoids out? I don't know what those are. One day I just decided to say fuck it and I just started blowing my nose and I blew my nose for about six hours and then I could breathe out of my nose for the first time at 14. That's so I, terrifying. I used to be a mouth breather. Yeah, like 100% all day, every day, mouth breathing. So Your parents didn't just take you to a doctor and well, have somebody clean well, no, out your like, nose? I, I would, like, tell them, and I'd be like, hey, this is going on. And they, they would, my dad would be like, well, just breathe out of your nose. I'm like, I can't. And then they would they just... They don't do bl- the old vapor rub trick on you? They tried. That never worked. They just, it, was, it was something where it was almost like they didn't believe me, I guess. Or like as a baby, they didn't have one of those little snot sucker things oh, that they, they sucked the they, boogers out of your face? I would have done it to you as a child. Like a bigger child. <laughs> Lord, Come here. Let's Lord, see what we can do with this. Lord Cronus says, I'll be lurking, but hi, Mick. Hi, Leia. No hi for me. Hey, Lord Cronus. No hi for so, Wazzy or myself. Oh, there's Wazzy's hi. Thanks, Lord Oh, Cronus. listen, hi. he was still typing. Shut up, Frank. Wow. <laughs> uh, Nick he's is still on sabbatical. Let him. <laughs> Allie's night off. Uh, he says, bye, Frank. Fuck you, Lord Cronus. <laughs> <laughs> You're our favorite. <laughs> um... Nick is still on sabbatical until February the 7th, which will be his first episode back. And then we've got Allie, who took the night off, because it's just her night off. What else? What else? I feel like we got some... Oh, uh, every week we're going to be publishing the Know Your Legend thing. And yes, Mix was great. This Mix week, was, Yeah, thank you for putting that together, Frank. No problem. Uh, we had Mick and Wazi, and this week will be Leia. Next week will be Allie. And then either myself or Nick, depending on if Nick wants to send me stuff. If not, I'm sure I can just, you know, creep on his Facebook and find you some pictures. I, I did that for Wazi already. I, I could probably do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Also, any any friends of ours on the podcast that know Nick personally, you know who you are. If you have any compromising photos of Nick, feel free to send them to us so that Frank can add them. I'd also like to congratulate Doug for winning our book giveaway. I sent yes. out the book. Thank you so much, Doug, for just being here and re- Frank remembering to give it to you. Uh, Lord Cornish says, um, Frank sends me dick pics. Oh. Not any Frank. recent ones. Not any recent oh, ones. Oh, wow. That's so sweet of you. He really likes you. See, Lord Cornish? <laughs> he truly cares. That's what the boys tell me when they send him to me. That they really like me. Mm. They don't call him the tripod for nothing. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Lord Cornus. <laughs> Lord Cornus, let me know if you want the link to the meeting. Let's just, if you want to sign in, you can sign in. Otherwise, I For reals. Otherwise, I know you have a wife and kids and stuff. So either way. Oh, another cool announcement. I We're going to be playing some Minecraft with Lord Cronus, and it's an open invite for all of you, any of you. That'll be happening this weekend, I hope. Uh, I um, said- Frank, would you like to say how you stated it to the group in the chat? If you have a computer capable of playing, which makes me feel very singled out. Well, Wazi also doesn't have a computer. I yeah, think, I'm, I, I'm in that boat. When Wazi uses her computer, it sounds like a helicopter like trying to take off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine too. It's okay. I feel your pain. All right. Mine's older than yours by like five years, but Lord, yeah. Lord Cronus is suggesting Friday. Friday night might be the night. Um, I don't know if Mick wants to do it or these two. I will be playing Dungeons and Dragons Friday night. Ooh. I'm gonna that sounds so time. fun. Are you a DM? Do I have a... I do sometimes. I've been trying to get together with friends and do it. I bought my first set of dice and a book last year, and I still haven't done it. Betrayal. It's super fun. Okay. <laughs> also, I did one, like, one-off with my brothers and sisters and nieces and nephews. And I thought my little brother, who was DMing, was going to murder my one nephew. <laughs> it took him, like, three hours to help them make their characters all day. And then... My one nephew just wanted to do everything he could to fuck around. So in the end, he threw him in jail and was like, he let rotted in prison for the rest of his life. <laughs> That's what you do when you have a problematic uh, player. You just kill their character. <laughs> yes. Um, also, another announcement is Valentine's is coming up. It's going to be uh, Allie's topic. Ice Queen will be off that night. But we're gonna be I know. doing. Some I couldn't. Work. I when I got the schedule, I was like, "You think I have a boyfriend or something?" No, I think you work somewhere that might be. Listen, that might some... that might need Valentine's Day off to make that money. Well, let me let me let me let you behind the curtain a little bit on scheduling for just a moment. Here's how it works. Seniority is what decides who gets what night off. So I ask Nick first what night he'd like off. Then I ask Allie. Then I just go down the ladder with Mick being the last person I ask if I ask at all. <laughs> I was like, I didn't get asked anything. Right. Unfortunately, I had to make the schedule. All the days off were basically decided before you and Wazi even got there. In fact, I asked Wazi what days off she wants, and then I had to go back and send her another message. Actually, nah. Nah, it's going to be probably this day. And honestly, like, between Wazi and Mick, they can switch, I think, or something. I don't know. Yeah, I I literally don't care as far as i really don't actually care either i was just fucking with you i was trying to be considerate also nick just got six weeks off he can get whatever day he fucking well, wants no, he's, off. he's mandatory to come back on the seventh so it's no like, i know i'm just saying he, he doesn't get a choice this month fuck him no i'm just kidding well i mean no, i agree with ice queen 
<laughs> I'm just fucking around. I feel like after your month's sabbatical, you don't get to choose your your day off the next month. You get everybody else gets to pick. Well, I think that's almost fair. The the only person I felt really sorry for when I was done with the schedule is kind of Mick because it's going to be a month and a, another week before she gets to do a topic again after tonight. So that's well, the, considering this is like her first real topic, isn't it? Yeah. As a host, yeah. I thought yeah, it was number it is. two, wasn't Excited. it? Number two. Bobby? Well, but didn't we? Did was was your last time? Were you official host, or we just asked you to come up with a topic? It, well, no, I just came up with a topic. Okay, that's fair. That's why, like, as the host, because it's like her first. Bobby McKay's was the first one that you did. Yeah. So, anyway, good segue into the topic. Baker away toys. What? You guys never get that Simpsons reference? No. I didn't hear what you said. Chief Wiggum, who's like the 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 cop who doesn't know how to. I know police. who Chief Wiggum is. Yeah, he goes. Thank you. Uh, some Lou, who's the other cop, he's like the deputy. Says, "Take him away, boys." And Chief Wiggum's like, "I'll give the orders here." And then he goes, "Bake him away, toys." <laughs> oh, perfect. Okay, great. Uh, if you guys Excellent explain. reference, Frank. We that. It's so good when you have to explain Dude, a reference. Let me tell you something. Top shelf references here. All right. Well, today we're going to be talking about 30 East Drive in Pontefract, England, which is also known as the Black Monk House. Um, what makes this case different from other famous poltergeist cases is that most only last maybe a few years tops, but the Black Monk House has been experiencing poltergeist activity for the last 30 years and has been witnessed by countless people. And there's been ghost hunting shows that went and they like, they actually recorded poltergeist activity. And some of this, some horror movies were based off of parts of this story. So the Black Monk originated before 1588 um, before the dissolution of the English monasteries and the rise of the new church of England. So there was this monk who was a piece of shit really. And he supposedly raped and killed lots of young girls and dumped their bodies in a well. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. It's a good start to the story. Uh, then we, so that's where the, the legend first originated from. So then we cut to 1950 after the end of world war II where this guy named Bill married his wife, Barbara, and they had a daughter. And since he was a former soldier, he got to live in this new estate that was basically like government funded housing. Okay. Frank's raising his hand. Sorry, I just wanted to thank Lord Cronus. He uh, gave us 200 bits. Thanks, Lord Cronus, you son of a bitch. Continue. <laughs> Doesn't it make a noise when somebody gives a shit? I, I, I uh, tweaked the settings a little bit, so I'm just okay. going to let you know. I don't know, know what any of the noises mean anyway. I just am always like, That's oh, all good. Nice. I, I Something happened. Mm -hmm. If you guys want alerts, I can I can give you a way to see the alerts as they come in. It doesn't. It's fine. Right now my computer runs this. I don't try and push it. That's fair. Okay, Mick, continue. I'm sorry about that. Yes. Yeah, so he, he because he was a former soldier, he got to move into like government-subsidized housing, Um which they were building at the time that he got married uh, on a hill overlooking Pontefract Castle called the Chester Checkerfield Estate. Um, while it's, while it was a really beautiful area, it actually was the a former battleground and the site of three bloody clashes during the English Civil War. So not a lot of good energy in that area. Um, and then additionally, the property 
uh, of the Checkerfield estate had this medieval well that had a legend of a black monk attached to it. So uh, two, two and a half years after their first daughter was born, their house was finally built because for some reason they got screwed in like the lottery and they got like the second to last house that was built. So they had to wait two and a half years for 30 East Drive to be completed. Um, and this house just happens to be next door to 79 Checkerfield, where the infamous well was actually capped and a house was built on top of it. So that's some good omens. So the haunting or some paranormal activity started right from the get-go. Um, Bill set about decorating the house, um, but when he installed cabinets, he came back two days later and the cabinets were no longer squared. They were askew. Uh, the house refused to warm up and they couldn't get hot water. So they assumed that it was a faulty house. So they contacted the council and was like, hey, motherfuckers, fix our house. It doesn't work. <laughs> but they ran checks. They checked everything. Everything in the house worked fine when they checked it, but they still couldn't get it to function properly for them. So next, having just accepted the fact that they don't have hot water and that's always cold in the house, uh, they set about like decorating the house and putting up like wallpaper. But no matter how many times they tried or how many brands of wallpaper, they put one piece of wallpaper up perfectly square. And as soon as they started the next one, the almost mockingly first piece would peel down the wall slowly and fall to the floor. That's fantastic. I'm like the biggest <laughs> fuck you in the world. <laughs> yeah. And so they tried like every brand of wallpaper that they could find and nothing worked. Do you know what's bad when you're checking like the ugliest wallpaper? Do we know how much how, or how many different types of wallpaper? I mean, I'm I, sure it's I, I don't know. I don't know the number, but uh, in the book that I read about this, they said that they tried every single kind going from like the most expensive to like the cheapest just to see if anything would stick to their walls and nothing would. A ghost would just menacingly peel it and just fuck with them. I'm very much against wallpaper. I fucking hate it only because taking it off the walls is like the worst experience I've ever had in home renovation. Continue. I'm sorry. Not trying no, to I, I've never had. I've never fucked with wallpaper, I and to, I never plan to. You, I ended up having to rent a steamer from like Home Depot and steam the fucking walls. They, they make a special steamer just because it's such a pain in the ass. It's the worst, literally the worst thing. Oh, I have PTSD from it. Continue, I'm sorry. <laughs> continue. Thank. I wish I had ghosts like that. So yeah, I'm doing the work for you. Um, so the couple was constantly. No, they left all the glue on the wall. Just the paper would fall off. <laughs> they missed a step. <laughs> uh, so the couple was constantly arguing about fucking with each other and moving their possessions around because things would go missing and then be found in like the wrong spot. And like the wife blamed the husband and the husband blamed the wife. And they thought that they were just messing with each other. <laughs> yeah. How romantic. It's a good, it's a good relationship. They were very happy. Um, one night, uh, Barbara's mother watched their daughter to give the parents a night off. But when they returned, they found her mom extremely distraught with something that occurred around their daughter. And she refused to ever watch their daughter again in the house. She would have the daughter come over, but she refused to spend any time in that house alone. Uh, she never told them what specifically happened, but she was like genuinely scarred from the experience. Um, 
the parents were also really concerned because their daughter could never sleep through the night, constantly crying and needing to be held. But she had no issues sleeping over at other people's houses. It was just in the house she would cry. And then she miraculously started getting scrap, like bloody scratches on her face overnight. So they put cotton gloves on the baby to prevent her from scratching herself. But the scratches kept appearing, even though the gloves stayed on. So something was attacking the child. Her baby mittens did not work. Maybe it was her toenails. Were they keeping them on her toenails? I've seen some very flexible babies. I don't, maybe, maybe it wasn't the ghost. Maybe it was just a crazy, flexible baby. Pilates, yoga, it's all the same. Babies are more flexible. Their bones aren't fully hardened. Yeah, they're all they don't hardened. have all their bones yet. That too. Yeah, see? Lots of things. Okay. That's why you can drop a baby and they usually are okay. You could drop a baby and they're going to be okay. <laughs> Not on purpose, but if it happens, you don't have to freak out as bad. Pecan, you motherfucker. The, yeah, you just record the, the like the bounce of it happening. Have you ever seen like those slow-mo videos of like a tennis, like one of those like tennis ball shooters, like just- like, you say of a baby getting <laughs> And then you see the slow-mo when people drop their babies boring. for entertainment? Yeah. I mean, listen, Jesus I, Christ! I, exactly. Parent, I have never done that. Neither do I condone that. But I'm just saying, sure in, a, in a world, abuse. it probably world exists on the internet, clip, though. That would be cool to see. Uh, so, after a while of having nonstop issues with the house, um, mm-hmm. Bill got really frustrated because he was a really good gardener, but they couldn't get anything to grow in their backyard, like where the dam. It was just barren dirt. Okay. Um, after a while, so they were they were getting really frustrated with the house, but then after a while, something happened to Barbara, and she never told her husband what happened. But she started acting strangely in the house. She wasn't religious. She started putting religious shit all over the house that she was grabbing from her parents' house. That's never a good idea. <laughs> just Christianity, or was she going to all religions at this no, point? No, it was just like, Christianity. Dream catcher here, a Jesus here. Hand Frank's little cross over there. <laughs> a skull candle for the demon people. Right. Uh, yeah, appease all the religions. Yes. Just hedge your bets. Sometimes um, it's the way to go. <laughs> so she, she started putting religious symbols all over the house, Christianity uh, related symbols. Um, and then she also started demanding that the bedroom curtains always be open when they went to bed. So it's theorized that. One time when she was home alone, she, something either appeared in the curtains or opened the curtains and scared the shit out of her. Okay. Um, so when she got second with their, uh, pregnant with their second child, um, the she got sick and the doctor that came to give her injections for, I don't know why you need injections when you're pregnant and sick or something, but he went to the house one time and then refused to come over ever again. So something happened oh, to him too. <laughs> What what year would this have been? God God knows what they were injecting her with. It was the nineteen fifties, sixties in there. It might fifties. It might have just been like vitamins or something like. But they came. Yeah, over maybe. And, but um, like good good. They could have been like, mm, let's puree some leeches and put them in you. That could yeah. help. But the doctor was kind of the last straw, and Barbara was so distraught in the house that she was hellbent on moving. So without telling her husband, she arranged to trade government subsidized houses with a neighbor. Like just be like, hey, you can have this one. We'll move into yours. Well, the neighbors who they traded with 
were so excited about it because their house was slightly bigger than their current house. So they're a like, oh, give us a bigger house for, for like free. Sounds great. So Barbara <laughs> and they're like, yes, yes, you can have it. There's nothing wrong with it. There's no reason why we want to leave. Your no, street so has better lighting on the east side of it. Let's just go there. That's exactly it. No, I don't know how she arranged a trade, but they traded houses with the Pritchard family. Um, and she she arranged this trade and didn't inform her husband at all. And <laughs> she, she just went to him one day and was like, we're moving to this house. I was like, did she just like, she uh, honey, when you come home tonight, don't go there. <laughs> uh, so the family that they traded with, the Pritchards, are the family that really made the poltergeist of uh, the Black Monk house famous. Okay. So they moved in and shortly after moving into the house, uh, they took their daughter um, and left their son with the gram with a grandmother. Uh, away, uh, they, it was a holiday weekend and the son didn't want to go. So he stayed with the grandmother. And it was during this weekend that they had their first encounters with paranormal activity. So first, the first thing that happened, this is all in one weekend. A chalk-like powder began falling from the ceiling, the ceiling of the living room. But the only problem was that it wasn't falling from the ceiling. When they went and looked at where it was coming from, there was just a layer of like white powder hovering in the air a few feet below the ceiling. What? what the so fuck? the cocaine got coked, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and so they were like, "Well, that's weird, but you know, what, whatever. I don't know. Maybe there's a draft." So they cleaned it up. And then shortly after they finished cleaning it up. How do you it clean up, it up? You just like dustpan midair? Vacuum, vacuum cleaner. Yeah, I was gonna say vacuum. It was it was slowly falling to the ground, but it was just oh, hovering. Okay. Um so when it I guess when it all fell down, they vacuumed it up and they're all like, okay, well that was weird, whatever. But then shortly after they cleaned that up, same day, second event occurs. Small, perfectly formed circular pools of water were discovered in the kitchen, and there wasn't a leak or anything. It was just these little pools of water that were forming on the ground. So they called a plumber. So they clean up the water. The plumber comes, and he's like, there's nothing wrong with your pipes. As the plumber is there, a mechanical dispenser on the counter, the button on it, like, pressed itself, and it sent tea and sugar shooting all across the kitchen. Wow. So the plumber was like, I'm out of here. Your house is fucking weird and left them alone. <laughs> that's a very, that's a very smart thing to do. So next thing that happened, same weekend, a strange sound came from the stairway and the son and grandmother went to, went to explore and figure out where the strange sound is coming from. And so a plant that was normally at the bottom of the stairs was depotted. The plant was sitting on the middle of the stairs and the, the pot itself was sitting at the top of the stairs precariously hanging off the edge. And they were like, okay, this is getting a little weird. So finally, when, when loud banging noises started coming from upstairs, they assumed that somebody broke into their house and was fucking with them. So they called the police thinking it was an intruder. Okay. The police searched the entire house, found nothing was wrong. And they were pretty like nonplussed. And they're like, yeah, whatever's going on with your house is not within our jurisdiction. So bye. <laughs> the jurisdiction doesn't the jurisdiction. cover the supernatural realm. <laughs> like, this is a little the, bit outside the, of our speciality. The jurisdiction is not for the astral plane. <laughs> 
Uh, but then, then uh, after that first episode, more and more paranormal activity started happening. Objects would fly through the air, like thrown forcefully, or they'd be, or they just float through the air like somebody was carrying them. Uh, one time, uh, the wife had a friend over for tea, and they were chatting at the bottom of the stairs. And there was a grandmother clock at the top of the stairs, and it started tilting back and forth until it flew down the stairs and almost crushed them to death. What's a grandmother oh, clock? Beauty, on the Be- Beauty and the Beast on crack. Yeah, basically. Okay. Um, and then another time, uh, the wife heard some weird noise from coming from a wardrobe, and there was a bunch of really pissed off bees that attacked her and stung her up a bunch. <laughs> These are like the funniest ghost stories I've ever heard in my whole life. There's Charlotte's Web and Beauty and the Beast combined. Yeah. Okay. And then, that's, but it's all kinds of different. Yeah, like it's not all like. It's not all one furniture thing. related. It's, not, it's all not all. This no, is like slapstick haunting. <laughs> it's like slapstick haunting. The uh, the ghost threw out the kids, like the kids, all the kids' possessions out their second story <laughs> windows, like they got, like they were got got dumped. Fuck those kids. And then for a short period of time, when they turned on their faucets, randomly green slime would ooze out of the faucets. And then just as quickly as it appeared, it would just disappear when they turned the faucet off. Like ghost snot? Yeah, Yeah, think about like Ghostbusters. Like like, ectoplasm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so basically, they were like, "Hey, you know what? I think our house is haunted." <laughs> so they called <laughs> they called a priest to consider an exorcism, and the priest was there for a short time, left, and was like, "Whatever is in there is holy un- and unevil." Didn't exorcise the house. <laughs> really? I thought it was just a benevolent spirit just trying to move in with us. Yeah, but the husband didn't believe the hauntings at all until one day he went to the coal house where they store their coal, I guess. I don't know. Um, And he was viciously attacked by an unseen spirit. And from that day on, he never questioned his house being haunted. And in the book I read, they said that he walked out a changed man with a broken spirit. (laughs) (laughs) He never recovered from I was like, that ghost raped that man. (laughs) Yeah. Watch your profanity. Mm. Fucked in the ass for sure. Um, so the family named the spirit in their house. I said he raped him. The ghost raped him. She's right. Yeah, I just, I just. Did you think I meant raped him in a metaphorical sense? Oh no. no, no! I was just saying. I was just like, yeah, quite literally. That, that ghost had butt sex with that man. Ghost, oh. ghost rape. On top of God knows what else, with the coals. Yeah. So the family gave the ghost a name because. That's what you do when you have a ghost. They named him Fred. I was like, yeah. Um, and this and Fred was particularly malicious towards their daughter. Uh, one night when she was headed upstairs for bed, the air became ice cold. A dark shadow appeared by her, grabbed a large wooden hall stand, and pinned her to the ground with it. And as she fought, her family ran over because they saw this happen. They were like, what the fuck is going on? And they tried to pull it off her, but they couldn't for several minutes until the mom was like, maybe if you just calm down, it'll let you go. And she did. And then they were able to remove the furniture from her. Oh. Uh, that ghost was trying to rape her, too. That ghost. That ghost. Well, if if we're under the assumption that the ghost is the black monk who raped and murdered young mm-hmm. girls, it's rapey. It does make a lot of sense. He's yeah. a very rapey ghost. 
Um, so the first sighting of the actual black monk was made by the parents. Okay. Where so at this uh, time they had never seen anything per se, no, other than invisible stuff, but, but like not an actual specter. Yeah, the it. first time, like the actual specter of the black monk was seen was when they were laying in bed and their door slammed open, and this figure with a with a like a monk's hood over his head appeared in the doorway, glaring at them. And then when the dad got up to like I don't know, grab a baseball bat and try to beat the shit out of the intruder, it just vanished. Okay. As one does. Okay. Yep. Um, then the the last and worst thing that Fred did to the Pritchard family was, again, targeting the daughter. It was like the final haunting before the activity died down a bit. Was uh, Fred grabbed the daughter at the bottom of the stairs by her throat and dragged her up the stairs in front of her brother and mom. And it was so bad that she actually had, like, bruises on her throat. So after that, that was, that, that all took two years. So after two years of hell, the haunting seemed to miraculously stop. And it stopped for the most part. There was still random activity from Fred, but it wasn't nearly as malicious or as frequent as it had been for those two years. Um, but... Paranormal activity, like I said, has been reported in that house for the last 30 years. Um, and the story Poltergeist is actually based off of the Pritchard family's story. And um, they actually got screwed over in that because they gave their account to the author and then the author didn't pay them. Yeah. Ah, oh, shit. That's a very surprising fact. But yeah, that's the story of the most famous poltergeist case of the Pritchard family in Pontefract, England. Was this also kind of loosely this Conjuring 2? Uh, the Conjuring 2 is, I think, a combination of this story and then the, something else, right? It's en yeah. en Enfield House. Because there was like some the like similarities house. in that it's story for house. sure. Well, I think in one of the paranormal activities, like the girl gets dragged up the stairs by her hair, so they obviously stole that from the story. It's so it. Conjuring Two is dominantly, like, loosely based around the Enfield House, but then they do take a couple um, different, I guess, like techniques of poltergeist activity from the Pritchard House, as well as from like a couple different stories too. Yeah, but there's there was so many more stories. I just picked like the the origin of the house because uh, there the I like read most of this book. It was it was hours and hours of reading, and I was like, my god, this house is just fucked up. Because then, did people did people live in it much longer after them? Also, like other um, people, I don't think they did because the house got really famous after they after Poltergeist came out. Well, I mean. Oh, I guess Poltergeist wasn't have been that long after this happened. No, it wasn't. And they, they still lived in the house for years after that. But eventually the kids moved out and moved away, which I, I moved out a there. long fucking time ago. And then eventually um, the mom moved out after the dad had a heart attack and died in the house. Lovely. So then she moved out because I <laughs> she was like, I'm alone with this fucking ghost and he's pretty rapey. So... <laughs> gonna move out of the rape ghost house yeah <laughs> but now now it's it's not it's not um habitated 
by anyone. They're like a next door neighbor care is a caretaker for the property, I believe. But okay. basically a lot of paranormal investigators will rent it out and go and get terrified. That makes sense. Would you guys live in a haunted house if you were getting like a really good deal? Like you could have your own house. Like I know I'll never afford a house in my lifetime. But I would do that, I think, depending on I'd put up with it for a while. I mean, I, okay, I, depends I, on the level of haunting. Like if you're getting like dragged up the stairs by your throat, I feel like that's not worth it. Yeah, but if it has a jacuzzi Maybe. You know what I'm saying? See, I would crack a deal. I'd be like, listen, you can do all the violent shit to anybody that deserves it in terms of, like, if someone really fucked up came to my house and you saw that energy, I'd give you full permission to drag this motherfucker up by the neck. Anybody else? No. I mean, so you cut, cut a deal with the with the ghost. Yeah. Like, you saying, can, like, we're both you can get your violence out. It's just in very specific circumstances. Exactly. Listen, I'll occasionally bring over assholes. You may attack them. Right. <laughs> we'll, we'll there will be a contract. Or we'll make sure we'll, you know, we'll get the astral, like the actual plasm or whatever the green snot. <laughs> and be like, all right, we are two roommates cohabitating this space together. You can fuck these bitches. I'll fuck these bitches. And you can fuck these up. And I can fuck these up. And we'll do it together. How about that? Team up with the ghost. Exactly. I just find it funny that they named this terrifying thing Fred. I mean, you got to give something that's scary a name that's not to make a your... A very white suburban name, yeah. What would you yeah. name a ghost that wouldn't be like Fred? What would be... George? It wouldn't be Fred. It'd be like Veronica. Or <laughs> <laughs> it's a female ghost. You're going to spice it up. A little sexy ghost. I see you. Spicy ghost. You can play the spicy music. You want? Nah, it's good. I watched uh, Annabelle. I was thinking about like female ghost names. I watched Annabelle: The Beginning Recreation list. Ooh, I was gonna watch that earlier. It's actually really good compared to horror movies within that <laughs> sect. Mick is just going. Annabelle nope, nope, and the nope, Conjuring. Nope. Those are the movies in that. Sect. I literally am terrified of dolls. <laughs> oh, it's a movie about like. Doll I know. It's about. It's awesome. I I remember I went to see The Conjuring with my friend because I like horror movies and both of us don't like dolls and that movie opens with a scene with Annabelle and we both seriously considered just getting up and leaving. We were like, oh, there's dolls in this? I don't, like, we don't need our money back. We should just go. Pussy. <laughs> oh, I love horror movies. Uh, yes, yes, I am. When it comes to dolls, yes. There's a lot of things that I don't really love, but it doesn't mean I'm not going to watch a scary movie if I don't I think I'm, but I haven't watched a scary movie that actually scared me in probably yeah. two decades. I'm, I'm the same way. I'm like stupid levels of brave. Like, I think Mick can tell you firsthand we went to that, that house. I had zero fear. <laughs> just, just well, we also, it was timed so poorly because we were walking yeah. through the haunted house and the people in front of us were going super slow. So they kept triggering the jump scare and then we would kind of have to wait for them to reset so we knew where the jump scare was. <laughs> Well, yeah, because jump scares are really the only thing that will get somebody. But to me, that's that's, that's not the same as a real scare. That's yes. a startle. Agree. Not only that, Leah, but I would say that I don't like horror movies that rely on the jump scare because there are so many that just rely on the fucking jump scare. Um, Kim made a good observation this weekend where she pointed out that if you watch Netflix or Hulu or, or Disney or what, whatever it is, and you're watching a horror movie that has the jump scares, 
the the normal volume of the movie will be very 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 low only so they can turn it up to 11 when there's a jump scare and it's cheap and it's it's a lack of creativity it's stupid i don't like it and like you know that's the thing about me is like i don't easily get for real scared but i will get surprised which is what a jump scare is jump scare is not even a scare it's like a surprise well, yeah, yeah. You're, you're startling someone. Yeah, you're not actually scared. You're, yeah. you're, you're triggering the fight or flight response from our lizard brain. Yeah. In, in that case, you can say many people can get startled. But if you're talking about actually people getting scared, now that's a whole different situation. Well, that's what but. I do like about horror movies, though. Like, there's different genres of them. There's, like, the gore horror movies, like the uh, like Saw and stuff. I don't really get into mm-hmm. that. I like used to faster. not have an issue watching those, but I tried to rewatch a Saw movie recently, and I was like, "This is actually just disgusting." Oh, I love those movies. I've loved if all you, of them. I if you could if you could get past the gore, like the psychology behind every game, and like the way they chose to set it up is actually very. Oh, that's I used to love the Saw franchise because I thought it was actually really good storytelling. I never watched them. I don't like blood and gore. Even in a normal setting where it's like not a horror movie and I'm at a hospital, if I see blood, I'm I, it, not, not just blood, but if I see the inner works in, inner workings of the human body, I just get really like I get nausea. I'm not scared, but I get really bad <laughs> nausea. Like I want to throw up when I see yeah. internal workings. Well, that's what happened to me when I watched that Saw movie. There was like so much gratuitous blood and gore that I actually started getting nauseous. And I was like... I think this means I'm getting old because these didn't used to bother me. Yeah, I, I, like for me, I was in fourth grade and we had this unit, this like unit in science on the heart. And they showed a lot of videos showing how the heart works. And they had like internal like x-rays of like heart beating and, you know, blood cells flowing through mm-hmm. veins and shit. Even though it was animated, I, I literally almost threw up at my desk and I had to put my head down. And then even since then, I, I'll go to a hospital and if I see like stuff going on i'll just have to like literally sit on the floor because i just can't fucking handle it and i think something must have happened to me at some point but lots of people do that but like i can see blood if somebody has a nosebleed like it doesn't freak me out it's only like if i were to see somebody's like fucking intestine for some reason and something happening with no but it's all different too because like my older sister does not do super well with not necessarily blood but like injury on the body yeah, mm-hmm. I can't. That's what I think. That's but the same for me. In, like, she's um, a dental assistant, and oral surgery, she's totally fine with. She's like, "Oh, that's so interesting." Blah blah blah. Because, but to her brain, it's different right. than like trauma yeah. on other parts of the yes. body. Mm-hmm. I was an EMT. None of it bothers me. I, uh, I used to sit and watch. Uh, do you remember there used to be an autopsy show on HBO? Yep. I don't remember like, that. Oh, years and years. You could watch like an actual autopsy. I yes. used to like sit and eat dinner while I watched autopsies. That's what I still do every night. <laughs> My roommates were like, this is weird. Do we have to watch this while we're eating? I was like, it's on right now. Might as well. That's I fantastic. That That's a great night. way to traumatize your roommates. Kaka. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Could you say it again so awkwardly? What? Kaka? Yes. <laughs> Ca- we need to make a drop of you just going caca. Can I, can I ask a question? How come we don't teach kids to say caca anymore? <laughs> For that exact reason. No? Because, <laughs> the, because. What did you guys call it when y'all were younger? Did you call it the poo-poo? The cockadookie? 
Oh, I just would refer to what we called it in like our language, which was a lot longer. <laughs> oh, we need to know now. So there's two different ways that you could say like poop. There's like not a specific like it just depends on like the verbiage and like who you're talking to. But like one is so I'll literally give the phonetic pronunciation. It's it's hagu, which is H A G U. So like ragu, but hagu, that's one. And then the other one, which is like a little bit more crass, like people don't like to use this one, but it literally means the same shit. Um, pun intended. Uh, it's Baikana. Uh, it's, hold on, let me pause this music here. I gotta get a good, I gotta listen to this. What, what do you call it? It's Baikana. Baikana. I kind of like a like a boy. Or I'm sorry, both of them work. I just switch real quickly, but yeah, both of them works. <laughs> it just depends. Like you would hear a kid say like "hagu" more than you would hear them say "pai kana." But then again, it also depends like what state you're from and what your dialect is too, and how your parents talk to you about it. Did y'all see my uh, my message in the old business chat? Oh God. I Please, okay. if you guys if you guys are on a desktop, check that out. Uh, check. It's weird. Some weird okay. stuff. Okay. Okay. Checking it weird out. Weird stuff be going on. I think I might know what it's about. Oh, we got raided. We got what? By who? No, we didn't, because I would have gotten an alert. Nobody raided whoa, us. Whoa. Just everybody who is watching, listening to us. Welcome, we are the Late Night Legends. Oh, whoa. We talk about the old paranormal. And, and poop. We're, we're and poop. We're from the Midwest, and our genre is paranormal with comedy. So if y'all like to talk about some ghosts, but then mix in a little, you pepper in some ghost rape also. Love the ghost rape. We're your show. We, we publish to uh, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, podcast addict so many audible so many platforms we stream on twitch youtube twitter facebook uh daily motion trovo steam it's too these, many calm down all these platforms <laughs> so check us out so i did, I did share the link on my i shared the link on my snapchat maybe something happened. i want to thank uh tim the drummer r2 for the follow and we also Yay! love you tim Ooh. we also just had a sub as well but i missed it it's you. way to go. Hard Z87. Thank you for the sub. Really, really appreciate it. To read your Yes, if we get enough subscriptions, Frank has to frost his Also, tip. also, also, we challenge. have to thank Wildfleur because she gifted a sub when our stream started. Thank you, Wildfleur. Oh, that's awesome. Such a cool cat. Awesome. Yeah, but we're trying to push out content to all the avenues. We recently started our YouTube and try to market that a bit we hit more than 100 followers i think we're at like 122 on youtube and uh yeah keep it growing I'm, I'm i don't know if you guys know that we have a tiktok as well tiktok Late oh, Night Legends. i still haven't even checked out our tiktok i can't wait to oh, see yeah. what you it's a lot of the same stuff if you like follow instagram but there's okay. a lot of cool stuff yeah. that guys there's a lot of cool stuff that even our hosts don't know about since i'm managing it i actually schedule everything out and i and i hope you like the content that i'm putting out so if you're one of the Hundred plus new people checking us out tonight. Please <laughs> like our stuff, sub to our stuff. We're always turning out content. If you interact with us, we're always very quick to interact back and say hello. And uh, we're happy to have you. Happy to talk about some ghost stuff and happy to happy to make your acquaintance. 
Yeah, Agreed. welcome, viewers. Um, I think that we should find... Are there any local ghost houses that we can go hang out at, maybe? We could hang out at the Oltine Factory, which is a haunted place. Already that's... discussed that. Is there any place we can really hang out, though? Mm, like go inside of? Yes. Yeah. I, I feel like there's a couple places in downtown that we could probably go to. There has to be some places we can go the hang out places. where Frank can get ghost raped. But, oh, I would love to see. I would love to see a poltergeist just smack Frank's ass. And Frank just goes, guys, like God. fucking Black Bagan, just guys. God, so the ghost just grabbed my ass. ass. 101 Adam says, ghost houses, ghost, ghost emotes, and then says, hey, Ice Queen. What's up, dude? Is that, He's uh, one of my favorite Snapchat followers. Oh. We've been friends for a long time. 101 so, is, Adam. so is Tim. Adam and We're Tim, welcome to the shit show. Yes, indeed. You got to welcome them to the shit show, and then I'll play the drop. Welcome to the shit show. Thank you. <laughs> Fantastic. It's one of my favorites. Lots of ghosts. 101 Adam, what do you what do you know about ghosts? You want to call in? We got a phone number. Call us call us up. If you know where we can find a ghost to let us know. Uh, he said loved that drop in your shit show. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody loves the shit show. So guys, I would also like to say that um, for any listeners or viewers for the first time listening to us, we are going to be doing two team outings. One is going to be planned by Allie, which is a ghost tour. So we will get to see some places that maybe visit, maybe not go in, but like visit places. We're going to do the ghost tour. We're going to do awesome. a ghost tour as soon as Allie gives us details. I don't know when that'll happen. Probably, probably when it's warm, warm out because yeah. I don't want to go walk around on a ghost tour in probably, the sub zero. Yeah, probably warmer times and then probably also yeah. when COVID restrictions are a little bit more lifted and then nick is going to actually plan a ghost hunt which will be interesting we talked about this 101 adam try looking at tiktoks maybe you can find info on all caps ghost houses maybe fuck yeah i would like if we if i had a ghost this cat would let me know she's a psycho uh, how would uh i mean how Pinolo? would you how would i think you, penny would play with the ghosts how, but how would you actually react to a ghost would you talk to it Probably. I talk to my cat and myself. Why wouldn't I talk to a ghost? I practice witchcraft, so for me, talking to them is like an email correspondence. I mean... I talk to the ghost that's uh, that I believe is in my house, because sometimes I'll be like in the kitchen and like all the windows are closed, and I'll just get hit with like a really ice-cold breeze, and I'm like... What's right, your cool. ghost's name? Veronica. It is Veronica? <laughs> no, I just named her that. Just now. Veronica. So now you're gonna be like Veronica. Oh, Veronica! <laughs> did you touch my ass? Wouldn't you like? Will be yes. No, I just talked to them and I'm like, okay, cool. So we just existed in the same spot for a second. No big deal. You keep doing your ghost shenanigans, and I will keep, you know, staying out of your way. Human shenanigans. <laughs> Do you need us to come sage your house? Do you need Actually. a cleansing done? Do you need a banishment spell done? I'll bring it's the waters. It's probably not a, good, a bad idea to sage. I'll bring the waters of Lake Minnetonka to cleanse your home. <laughs> Do you have waters from Lake Minnetonka? I would go and get them. Do I you would. even know where Lake Minnetonka is? Yeah, it's it's uh, up north. It's it's, up it's in a, a direction. <laughs> it's up north. It's up north. <laughs> Uh, and her ghost. Oh, uh, 101 Adam. I don't know. That's a little spicy. Adam thinks your ghost is a lesbian. 
I I'm down with that. I, I know I, you I, is. <laughs> I don't think Mick's complaining about that one. <laughs> Mick's gonna be laying there like with the covers kind of off. Like, Come on, Veronica, let's play. On, Veronica. Veronica, I'm commando tonight. Or, why don't you eat my ass? <laughs> no. <laughs> Have you seen those TikToks and shit where it's like when you're a kid and your parents tell you the monsters are going to eat your feet if they hang off or whatever, and you see these girls, like, throwing their whole ass out the covers. <laughs> Truly the finest thing. content on the interwebular stratosphere. Sorry, guys. I had to do that drop, because this is the finest content that you can It's do. one of the funniest. Like, I love those TikToks. They make me giggle. <laughs> one one Adam. Seen those Ice Queen, LOL, talking about those TikToks. We gotta be, we gotta do better with our TikTok. I'm what sorry, I didn't know that we had one. I forgot, so I'll do some TikToks. I can definitely do some. Send me some videos, I'll publish them out. You guys actually all can publish to our Instagram. You guys go through our Maybe Facebook. a user? You can go through uh, the Facebook business page and then publish directly to our Instagram. Oh, that's Ooh, weird. If you okay. wanted to. Uh, but if you oh, want to do TikToks, send me y'all videos and I'll push them out to our TikTok. 101 Adam, what uh, what do you want to see on our TikTok? We'll uh, put whatever you want on there. I've been putting a lot of random stuff. We'll put whatever you... I don't think we should say that. Our, what are your suggestions? What, that we're going to watch... We're going to do a lot of Frank shaking his ass TikToks. Uh, I don't know about that. That's going to be premium content. Premium content. Kitten, if you get in that, I'm going to slap you. And that kitten's probably like, go ahead, bitch. I'm gonna keep she doing this. She is. She's a terrorist. Yep. I don't even know where she went. Wanna fight about it? She does. Yeah. Oh, there she is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Quit man. fucking with that iPhone charger. Welcome to the shit show, y'all. Uh, That's exactly what she is. I Adam says. earlier. He would like to see on the TikTok lots of ice queen twerking. I told you. Now I have to make twerking videos. Thanks, Frank. <laughs> They're gonna be like, what's her name from fucking Bob's Burgers? Because my twerk is pathetic. Tina? Are you talking about Tina? Tina, yeah. I can Tina twerk. It's awkward. Alright, 101 Adam. We're gonna put some TikTok videos of the ice cream just for you. It's gonna be beautiful. I have a TikTok. I have lots of videos. Well, not a lot, but I have some videos on my TikTok. Is 101 Adam subscribed to said TikTok? I'm sure he does. My all my social media is exactly the same. I've like never all made the a TikTok same. in my life. I just watch a lot of TikTok. I never TikTok before this podcast. I never Instagrammed. I'm only doing it for y'all. <laughs> I've never TikToked. I, I did musically those. before it became TikTok. <clears throat> okay, but, but no. I've had all those things. I. I had Facebook back when Facebook you had to have a college email. I had that. Yeah, I had. I had, I had that too. None of you are old enough to have had that. What are you talking no, about? I, I yes, about but that. I remember. We that. talked about this. You don't remember that? Yes. You remember stories about that? Was about it all the time. <laughs> I don't. I was a sperm. I was an egg. I think I, I got. I got TikTok in two thousand four or five, or TikTok Facebook. I got. I be like that. You got TikTok real early. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Facebook. I actually did have it in 2006, and I got invited by Nick and my mutual friend Wayne. How did you have a college email? You're not. You weren't old enough to you be in college. Just needed then, a dot you? Dude, I graduated high school in 2004. My first year of college. I went to college and oh. graduated high school in 2004. 
I was already done with college. You just needed mm. a .edu. <laughs> Guys, if you didn't know, Leia fought for the South in the Civil War. I sure did. <laughs> yeah? I, she's related I to, actually uh, did not. My state would not have done that. She's related but... to Stonewall Jackson. <laughs> Stonewall Jackson was from the North. Calm down. It's unrelated. But, whatever. But I know a lot about it. I studied the Civil War, and I love to study the Confederacy. I think it's so interesting. We had a... Um... One of our other hosts that no longer is with us, Jeff, his parents actually live. I was like, who's no longer with us? Uh, yeah, he passed no, away. No, Jesus he's, he's not doing the show anymore. My brain went dark. Jeff, Jeff, who did the show, uh, you know, a couple of years ago with me, uh, you could listen to this on the holiday episode, um, holiday 2019. He, his parents live on the Getty, Gettysburg battlefield. And both of his parents are not like people who would talk about seeing ghosts, but they both claim to have seen like soldiers. The most deaths in one battle in the United States. That place ever. is haunted as fuck. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Maybe if we go there, Nick won't walk through it. <laughs> He'll take a picture of it from a distance and be like, you guys have fun. He's just going to pull a Zach baby. Uh, yeah, so he'll take a picture, put it to the group, be like, should I go inside? Oh, no, I'm not going to go inside. Should I walk through this field? He's going to FaceTime. We have to go at We're dawn. Gonna be over here. He's going to be FaceTiming us. He's going to hook his cell phone up to a fishing, lo- a fishing rod and then, like, cast his phone into the into the, the building and then, like, reel it in to see what kind of footage he can get. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Sounds about right. Guys, I, I would really usually start saying, let's close it up, but we got 115 viewers right now. I mean, that happens sometimes. It's a, it's a good thing. What do, you, what do y'all want to talk about? If you're if you're watching us, listening to us, let us know what you want to talk about. We'll talk about anything. What's, yeah, like, what's, have any of you had an experience where you've seen a ghost or, like, been in some place where you felt like it was haunted? My, my dad to know had an experience with a ghost. I could tell you about that. Yo. Yeah, let's hear it. So uh, my my dad um, grew up in Mexico and one of his brothers, I don't know if it's one of his brothers or one of his sisters owns an auto shop. And like an auto body shop or a mechanic shop? Like a mechanic shop. And there's a building that where it's kept and it's, you know how like you have to have enough, like, uh, man, I can't talk today. When you have a car on a lift, you've got to have like a really high ceiling, right? Yes. So yes. Enough. in this particular auto shop, it had that. And then there was a second floor uh, catwalk around the whole sort of second floor. But like there's a big open space in the middle of the floor to allow for the car lifts. So one night he's just sweeping up. I think he said he was like 16 or 17 or some shit like that. My dad's a real tough ass guy, martial artist, really smart. Never talked about anything paranormal outside of this. But one night he was sweeping up at 17 and he saw the Yorona ghost. That's me saying it as a white dude. But uh, he saw the crying ghost at 17 and it freaked him the fuck out. He was just sweeping the auto shop after hours. That's it. And he saw the ghost up on the catwalk on like the second floor while he's sweeping, like walking around very slowly and like phasing in and out of opacity. Oh, and that's it. That's amazing. He never, he never paid any attention to paranormal shit he doesn't like horror doesn't talk about it doesn't respect people who do talk about it and that's his story like and by the way he's only told that story like twice and uh my mom has verified that he would not lie about that shit so i believe that something happened i don't know if that happened but that is the story yeah i did like piss my pants probably (laughs) like oh shit 
I, I won't say that I had anything ghost related where I like saw a ghost, but there's been a few times where I personally have had paranormal things happen. I, uh, I think it was like 2011. I was with my ex and her best friend and, um, we were in my apartment watching movies. We were watching horror movies because we loved horror movies, but like I used to keep my bike because I used to have a carpet. I didn't have anywhere to keep my bike in my apartment. So I used to put my bike upside down, right? And just had yeah. rested on the seat and the handlebars. We're watching a horror movie one night. The bike wheel just started fucking turning. No open windows. There was not even any windows. It was just my balcony, which was closed. No central air, nothing like that. Not not the fan in the li- like the living room on, nothing. They freaked out. A completely different day. We were watching a horror movie. During the um, climax of the movie, I had a light start flickering in my hallway, so that was fun. Never happened before. Never happened after. They freaked the fuck out. Um, another another time, we were watching a horror movie. Some shit fell down in my broom closet, which is a broom closet. There's nothing in there. It was like a hot water heater, and things like fell off of a shelf. And then when I went to go put it up back on the shelf. I sat back down and I used to keep like, do you guys like go to like Jewel and like keep the plastic bags that you get groceries in? Yeah. Just and another bag. Yeah. Yeah. So like we heard rustling of the bags and we know it's like not mice because it's like a chemical closet and there's no holes in there and we didn't have a mouse problem. That happened. And then the last thing that happened when I was at that apartment, we sat down, turned the TV on, watched TV, then shut it off, ate dinner together, came back to the TV to turn it back on. And you know how there's that fine layer of dust on the old CRT TVs? You know how it just mm-hmm. get dusty? There yeah. was three upside down crosses on the TV when we returned from dinner to watch a movie. I don't know what that is. I don't know what the th- three crosses like signifies. Well, three, I mean, in, in a lot of cases, upside down crosses are thought to be demon- demonic, but they're not. Um, usually they're not, but three or like the mocking of three or you hearing sets of three is usually in like Christianity. It's like the mocking of the Trinity, the Father, oh, the Son, and the Father. So usually I your roommates just fucking with you. I had yeah. no roommates. Or I lived that. alone. You lived alone? Yeah. You lived alone. You, you didn't said, live alone, Fred. You, you lived with a demon. And went to eat dinner. John, John and Kat, who were the original hosts, John, who was on the uh, New Year's podcast, he lived down the hall. He lived like two apartments away. He can so attest. They were to that. eating dinner with you? No, no. John was not eating dinner, but my ex-girlfriend was, and her best oh. friend. So one of them did it. I don't think so. They're not. They're fucking scaredy kids. Like they don't want to fuck around. Like they just watched the horror movies just because I liked them, and they would just like hide under. They would literally like keep a blanket like this and just like do this the whole time. Um, let's see. Tim the drummer has a couple of comments. I think okay. he's going to talk about an experience. He goes, I haven't seen a ghost, but I have been to places where I felt a supernatural presence. Like the air felt heavy and it was almost hard to breathe. And the more that you walked in the room, the heavier the air felt. I've, I felt that too. Have you guys ever like as a kid been to a basement and just want to get the fuck out of there? Or if it has stairs, you just yeah. run up as fast as possible. Yep. I definitely oh, feel sure. like if there is a sensitivity to the paranormal to be had when you're a kid, that's when you'll be more sensitive. Yeah, I mean, I guess I don't. Some of that's just being scared. Did I did I ever tell you guys about the? So the first time I ever saw a horror movie it was Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, and yes, you did. I was. It wasn't in, the first one you said. What? You said it wasn't the first one that you that you saw. 
It was. That was the first oh, one. Oh, no, no. I mean, like, not the first in the Friday the 13th series, though, right? No, no, no. It was the oh, Dreamwalkers no, 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 one. Right. Right. I yeah. I do remember you, you mentioned that. And I watched it in, I was in first grade, and, like, it came on the TV when I was at a sleepover, and we were all, like, just, like, hanging out, whatever. And then as people fell asleep, my little sister and I were there, and we couldn't, we could not, like, Get, we were so scared we couldn't get off the bed to shut it off. But like we were the only ones awake. Everybody else had fallen asleep. And so we're just watching it like scared shitless. And then for months and months afterwards, I would get up in the middle of the night if I had to go to the bathroom and I would pee and then I would go wake up my little sister and make her flush the toilet. And I would get back into my bed and I would put the covers over my head and I would plug my ears and hum so that I couldn't hear the toilet flush because I was sure Freddie was going to come out of the toilet and kill me. Wow. The so, worst part about that is my little sister years later was like, I was just as scared, shitbag. And I was like, oh, but you yeah. still did it because I was scarier, apparently. I don't know. Did you guys ever go I, to the bathroom and fuck with that Bloody Mary thing? You spin yeah. around? Yeah. Of course. I've We've I've done that. I've done that. It's very interesting because I've not seen Bloody Mary, but you feel a specific presence. But it's also like if you're with a lot of people that get scared really easily, that also charges the entire environment itself more than the actual like Bloody Mary challenge. Um, there was this one girl. She tried to play it off like it was a paranormal experience, but there was like three of us in the bathroom. We all saw the whole damn thing. Um, it was like at my eighth grade graduation luncheon. So these were like my classmates and I, and they were just like, oh, let's do the Bloody Mary challenge. And we were just like, ah, well, I was just like, I don't think it's a good idea. Given the fact that the banquet hall we were dining at, um, the family that was there before was massacred and right next to where like the bathroom technically was. So I was just like, it's not a good idea for us to invoke anything like that but obviously you're you're not gonna listen as a bunch of 13 and 14 year olds um so they do the bloody mary challenge and then all of a sudden like the lights are off so at any given point somebody could have just like went into the stall and started like making any sort of rustling noises we wouldn't have known <laughs> yeah. and so we turn the lights on all of a sudden out of the three girls that were there myself included um the girl that uh, she said that she that, that wanted to do the whole challenge just disappeared completely and we were just like where the fuck did this bitch go so like all of us started like searching the stalls you know calling her name like hey where are you next thing you know and I don't know how much of this is like her simply like you know acting out and like just doing it to scare everybody for the hell of it and how much of it was really just like something probably did take over her um like we saw her all the way at the end of the fucking bathroom stalls there's like 10 of them she's all the way in the corner we open it and she literally is just standing in the corner across from the toilet like just like with her hair down like this what? like the girl like from a, the ring yeah like just like la llorona type of bullshit just like this and we all were just like all right cut it out like you know we 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 got it you you got us you scared us because like some of us actually screamed afterwards um, she snaps out of it, she laughs, she's like, ha ha ha, tried to play a joke on y'all. But then, as all of us were talking and leaving, she gets really quiet, and in, like, the reflection, you could see her eyes just glazing over all of a sudden. Like, they, they were just glazed over. 
they were bloodshot from like the second that we turned around. So I'm like, okay, this is the reflection. That's Jesus Christ. Take a look at her. We take a look at her. She's fine, but her reflection is not. And the minute like I went, or the minute like both of us that saw it, we were like, hey, do you see this shit? We try to notify everybody else. We look back. She's fine. She's talking again. Her reflection is fine. It's responding the same way as well. So, like, uh, again, a lot of it could have just been her trying to get, like, a reaction out of us. And another possible thing could have just been that it's, uh, like, you know, Bloody Mary or something within that, like, realm of energy came through and did something to her. Kaka, so. motherfucker. Kaka, mm-hmm. motherfucker. Sorry, my asshole was came back. If you didn't notice, uh, no, we 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 noticed. We saw. That. We noticed. <laughs> so we got uh, one one Adam saying, whenever the furnace would stop running and it would cool down, it sounded like something was coming up the stairs. When it got to the top step, I could hear the kitchen. Part of that, oh, yeah. I will say that part of that is be- because of scientifically metal will expand and contract with temperature change. Part of that, uh, I know that like old school furnaces, especially in Chicago, if you have like radiators. Those radiators, uh, and, like, yeah, they will crack and stuff. So that that is normal. But yeah, I mean, it's it leaves the door open to like, you know, I'll, when you hear weird sounds, it's like it's scary. That scare the hell out of you. Me in the ass. Sorry. I, I don't know what to say about the kid. <laughs> <laughs> She's such a little jerk. I don't know what to say. I also would want to say hello to Bards87, who's uh, coming in hot, and he wants yes, to... Yes, he, he knew which movie it was, he knew right? which m- movie it was. He said uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, which is correct. I was thinking that, but I was like, was it 3 or 2? Yep. Uh, what about Adam? Your kitty loves you, though, Ice Queen. She loves me when she wants to. That's why I don't like cats. I'm a dog person. No, she's actually pretty sweet. She does, she does love me. She's just... Uh, she's a kitten. Like, yeah, she's just a baby, so she doesn't know how to behave. She's getting better at some things, and other things I'm still not sure. Like she hasn't been playing in the litter boxes much, which I like. That is a positive. When she was really little, every time we would scoop it, like every day, then she would get in and be like, "Cool, it's clean," and just like roll around in it. And I'd be like, "Get out of there! <laughs> it's disgusting, you little shitbag." I will say that um, it's really cool that cats instinctually will like learn to use litter boxes. I think that's awesome. It, yeah, I mean, most animals don't want a mess. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like a dog, even like they'll shit, but they're not gonna like shit everywhere and necessarily run around in it or you know, like they'll pick a corner or a, an area. They'll pick somewhere where they don't go. That's true. Like, they're not going to sleep where they should, you know, like, they're somewhat, somewhat clean. Growing up, we had a dog, and it would always, like, go and poop in the crawl space, like, repeatedly, and we thought he was totally great and potty trained. Over time, just the moisture from the crawl space would just creep up and more and more. And then one day we looked in the crawl space, because we used to keep some storage down there, and it was just, like, piles as far as the eye could see. That's hilarious. (laughs) Well, it's all consolidated in one place, I guess. My dog, before I put him to sleep, he had seizures. So he um, was on medication for that, like, for a majority of his life. But the 
meds made him think he was hungry all the time. So we had to go to like a very scheduled diet. Like he couldn't just like have food out whenever. Um, But so it also, after he went on the meds, he used to eat his own shit all the time. Oh God. So I I would just tell people like, don't let him lick you. He's disgusting. And people all the time would be like, you know, you can buy this stuff and put it in his food and then he won't eat his own shit. And I was like, if he's dumb enough to eat his own shit, I'm not paying more money. So he doesn't, I just don't let him lick me or you <laughs> like whatever. So, but it was because he ate his food so fast. It wasn't digested is what they said. So like his shit to him, he could still smell food in it, hmm. which is gross. That's disgusting. I made, uh, I made my mom cry once, right? <laughs> We had a bunch. We, we had a litter of puppies, and puppies uh-huh. will do the same thing for a while. Like they'll, they don't know they'll eat little baby shit. puppies, yeah. yeah, especially. So like one of the puppies got a little bit older, right? And my mom had cooked, and my mom is a renowned horrible cook. Like her stuff is barely. You fed edible. the food to the puppies. No, 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 no. Here's what happened. My mom and dad love giving table scraps to the dog. Sometimes just like a little treat here and there. You know, yeah. For safe, like safe scraps, and I think my mom had made like dinner once and like nobody from my family ate it right we were in i was in high school and like we all lived at home still and she took i think it was like chicken or something like my mom here's how my mom would make chicken chicken thighs on a baking sheet in the oven 400 degrees too high until yes too no seasoning no salt no pepper 400 degrees until it got to a certain gray color pull it out onto the stove that was dinner baking sheet you just come by with a fork grab yourself a chicken a dehydrated chicken you self-season it so here's what she did one day she decided ah nobody wants to eat my chicken i'm just gonna give it to the dog she gave like two pieces in the dog's bowl and the dog came by and like sniffed it walked away and i was like how about that mom how do you feel about this dog eats its own shit but won't touch your chicken (laughs) my mom very quietly just turned her back and started crying. I'll never forget it. I'll oh, never, Frank! That's like, that's like one or two times that I made her cry. The cooking Did so she bad. start cooking the chicken differently? No, not really. I don't think so. I mean, maybe a little bit, but I think seasoning has gone on since then. But Oh, uh, that's nice. You should get her a book on how to cook chicken. She's got cookbooks. It's just, you know what it is? It's just lack of effort. You know what I mean? Like, there's no passion there for the cooking anymore. I mean, I get it. Once my sister made something, my mom used to have a Boston Terrier and she bred it and she would sell the puppies whenever she had puppies. And this dog had puppies like every six months. And my older sister, I don't, I think she was making pancakes and she did something wrong with the batter and she didn't want my mom to see or something. So she fed them to the puppies. Okay. Three oh, no. puppies died. Holy oh, no. shit. It was awful. And then she had to be like, Mom, I fed him the fucking <laughs> Oh, that's fucking. That's, oh, that is traumatic. So bad. I just remembered that story when you said that. Because I was like, did the puppies die? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know why I think it's so funny. No, it's actually funny. I just didn't want to say anything. I'm like, it's not funny. <laughs> in, in retrospect, it's funny. At the time, it was not comedy. funny. We were very upset. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about the time that I tried to be an asshole to my mom more recently because of her dog? So my mom has a 
French bulldog now, and she loves that French bulldog more than she loves any of us. Yeah. And did I ever tell you the story about the my dog and the chicken? Tell it again for our, for our 119. Have I told you this, though? Bards87 would, would like to say best puppy story ever. Bards, <laughs> Leia's going to tell us another story. It's story time Okay. Right now. I got to put so, some music while she's talking about it. This puppy, my dog, ow, no, my mom's puppy was an asshole, and she was just really misbehaved, and my mom would bring her everywhere. So she would, like, literally bring this puppy over, and the one time it even, like, bit my niece... And she would just be like, oh, it's okay. And I was like, no, your dog is a year old. It's not okay for it to bite people because they're in the room with it. Like, you need to train your dog how to not be an asshole. So on my baby brother's birthday, I brought my dog over to my parents' house. And I did not ask first. I just brought it over. My dog was very well behaved. But my I called my older sister and I was the puppy killer that sister i called her to ask her if she was coming to to gray's birthday dinner and she said she couldn't come because of something with her kids but so she go away kitten so she um i told her i was bringing rebel and i was like and i didn't even ask i'm just gonna be an asshole blah 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 yeah exactly and then i get there and rebel is misbehaving and we had made cheeseburgers for dinner and he jumped up onto the table and like pulled a tray down and ate like six burgers off the table and i was like you asshole get the fuck outside i like kick him outside i was like sorry i'm so sorry blah 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 i do remember my mom's puppy ate one hamburger just like one hamburger with nothing on it and she was so little that she like couldn't even barely touch the ground her belly got so fat from eating the one burger because she got it because rebel knocked him on the ground and so we ate dinner and then we're hanging out. We hadn't done cake and stuff yet. And all of a sudden Rebel comes up from the basement and I can see him and he has something in his mouth and it's my mom's pet fucking chicken. And I don't even know how he got in the house because I Finish had thrown him outside. And I was like, oh no. So then I'm oh like, no. Rebel, <laughs> drop her. And he puts her down. And she's still like barely flopping. So she wasn't even oh, dead. No. He hadn't killed her. My mom had to wring her neck because he had hurt yeah, her. That sounds about right. And oh, so we go outside. A terrible story. We go outside. My mom kicks the dog. Like I did. wasn't even mad that she kicked my dog. I was like, oh no, he killed, he killed the chicken. This chicken was so tame. My nieces and nephews would carry it around. It was like the tamest, nicest chicken on the planet. <laughs> Bards 87, he was choking the chicken. (laughs) And then, and then, so my family's really, really, really fucked up, right? So we sing three versions of Happy Birthday. We sing the normal version of Happy Birthday, and then they sing this Bible-y version that we learned in elementary school. And then we sing a camp version that we learned, and the camp version is like, you bang on the tables and it's just dumb and it's like happy birthday and you like bang on the table misery and despair people dying everywhere on your birthday and you bang on the tables again and my nieces and nephews think it's the greatest thing on the planet right so now though they all sing chickens dying everywhere on your birthday and they have every year since and it makes me almost cry every year because i felt so bad then i go to leave 
and I'm going to go put Rebel in the car. And all of a sudden he's choking because he has a feather stuck in his fucking throat. So I have to ask my mom to help me get this feather out of my dog's mouth that just killed her favorite chicken. What? Yes. And she did. And then I left and I call my sister and I was like, you're never going to believe what Rebel did. And she's like, did he kill Chloe? And I was like, no, worse the chicken. <laughs> Chicken have a name? Uh, her name was either it was either Henny or Penny, like my cat. I don't. Remember. There were two of them, and one died shortly before the other one. I think it was Penny. I think he killed Penny. Did that one get choked too? No, the other one was killed by a raccoon or something. No, oh, coyote. Gotcha. So one was killed by a bandit. The other one was just killed by my dog. My dog. Gotcha. And then yes, but that's what my dog did. My mom did once tell me that she loved me more than the chicken. But I still don't think she loves me more than Chloe. The French bulldog. Pretty sure. You don't sound bitter at all. Eh, I mean, I've gotten over it mostly. I know mostly. that I could wish Chloe with one foot, so... I really wanted to. It's kind of dark. I'm going to leave my mom's dog alone. <laughs> she did kill my rabbit once, and I my dog killed her chicken. I used to have a rabbit. I thought my mom knew how to take care of rabbits, but she didn't. She killed mine instead. I think I did a pretty good job when I was a kid. His name was Mr. Hoppy. Yeah, I had Hercules for a long time, and then my mom babysat him for a week and he died. <laughs> Although then, shortly after that, she watched Rebel. This was before he killed her chicken. And she was he had seizures, and she, was, she thought he was choking, and she gave him the Heimlich. Oh, he was having a seizure, so it was not very helpful. And it was really traumatic for Rebel because he didn't like my mom after that. But she felt really bad about killing my rabbit, so she was trying to save my dog's life that wasn't choking to death. You know, now that I think about it, my rabbit also died because somebody was babysitting it. So he here's the story. We had Mr. Hoppy, he was a black rabbit. We were moving from Villa Park by the Moore Brewery we lived there, and we were, uh -huh. we were moving to Portage Park. And we had left all of our pets with our neighbor, Anna. Well, I can, I, I'll direct her to this podcast later, but uh, the rabbit escaped <laughs> when we were going to pick it up and made it into her garage. Like we chased it into the garage. She was terrified under her parents' car. And I remember we were trying to reach to get him out of there. The thing about rabbits is they're so, they're, I don't know. I don't think I want to call it a defense mechanism, but they get scared so easily and they'll yeah, so they'll like have a heart attack and die over nothing. So easily have a heart attack and die. That's what happened. We reached to get him from the car and he was so terrified of the new scary dark environment. He let out a scream. The rabbit had, screamed. And it yeah, was the, they do actually scream. It was the craziest thing I've ever heard. And then he just had a heart attack and instantly died. And it was the end of it. And I felt so bad. Anna, yeah. I'm going to send you this podcast episode at this timestamp so you can remember this moment. Possibly kind My, I used to remember when I had my rabbit, sometimes I would come upstairs and he'd be sleeping and I would just walk up the stairs. It wasn't like I was trying to sneak up on him, but I'd get in the room and I used to always like be like, Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. That's what I did to him like every day. And if he was really asleep, he would scream and then like, run underneath like into a lower part and just like i thought he I, I thought i'd almost killed him several times so then i started like stomping up the stairs so that i wouldn't give the rabbit a heart attack when i got home sorry i don't happens. know if anybody likes a rabbit content we dropped to eight 
yours. <laughs> it was probably my dog story, killing a chicken. Killing puppies, killing chickens, rabbits dying. Mass hysteria here on the Late Night Legends. It happens. Well, guys, I think it's been a beautiful night. I think we should that start, it has. I think we should start closing it up. You guys want to start closing it? Yeah. Let me put our closing music on. Who wants to start with their final thoughts? Why don't we let Mick start since it was her topic? Good idea. I don't even remember what my topic was anymore. No, um, the rapey don't, guy. Don't hang out with rapey ghosts. <laughs> That's good advice. I would say if you know that there's a ghost in your house, definitely name it, and maybe Not something spicier than Fred. At least to make it a Hispanic name, like Alejandro. Frederic Federico. Federico. That would have been better than Fred. Well, they were in the UK. It's not their fault they had only... At least his name wasn't like Winston. It's true. I'm That's pretty sure it could have been at some point. They just were like, no, he's not a Winston. He's more of a friend. 101 Adam says, rapey ghosts. 101 Adam, let me know if you got a closing pet. I'll read it here. Uh, Wazi, you're up next. Uh, I mean, same thing. If you have an entity in your house, for any reason, for the love of God and everything unholy and everything in between. Please, 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 please do not interact with the ghost or the entity, or worse, say it doesn't exist when you know damn well it does, because that bitch is gonna come after you. That's when I you're gonna get raped. That's you're it. gonna get fucked in the ass. Two things. Got Bards87 saying that he would name the ghost Juan Pablo Montoya. Great name. I agree with this. 101 Adam wants to know if we've seen Ghostbusters Afterlife. The answer I is have. yes. Yep. Yes. We did. In fact, you can go to Patreon or Spotify Premium and and join us for a watch party. If you do it through Patreon, you'll get a video of us watching the movie. You won't get the movie, but you'll get our reactions in real time to watching the movie. You go through Spotify. You can watch it with us. Yes. If you go through Spotify, it's only the audio. So if you have the movie somehow, you can actually sync it to us in our commentary and then do that. Spotify is cheaper because it's only audio. Patreon is not as cheap, but it's pretty great. So Well worth it. Support a good cause. 101 Adam awesome I got movie. up very early in the morning to watch that movie to make that content for you in my silk robe. That's true. It's an awesome movie, 101 Adam. If you want to see us watch it and, and what our thoughts are real time in our commentary, definitely check out that Patreon premium content. And then you can come back next time and give Frank all your thoughts on it and he can tell you all the things he thought were I really wrong liked it. it. I was thinking about it because I, like later that night, watched some movie critics rip into it hard and some of their stuff was like, okay, I could see that. But here's the thing. I went on Rotten Tomatoes also to see what like the general consensus was. And that is a movie that is polarizing and that actual movie critics fucking hate the movie and actual fans love it. So I'm on the I, I love it side of things, especially when I think to myself, some things in that movie had to happen or else people would not be happy with it. And those are the corny things the critics didn't like. Maybe we'll come That's back fair. to it and we'll talk about it. Uh, but in the meantime, go watch that Patreon content. It's magical. Um, let's see. Next week, what do we got on deck? Let me let me check it out. Anybody else want to talk about anything before we close it up here? I think we spoke everything that we had today. I think so too. I'm just gonna look to I see like what we, we got. got. It. 
It was because, well, Allie's off this week, so doesn't that mean it's her topic? Yes, next week, next week is Allie's topic, and Owasika is off next week, so she's got her day off. I've never heard you say my full name. Oh, I, he says it a lot. He says I literally it a lot. just like looked up and went, Wait, am I in trouble? What happened? <laughs> also, she'll you never listen to this a- show, but if my sister is listening somehow, her birthday is this week. Happy birthday to my sister. Sorry. Happy birthday to Happy birthday. Happy birthday. It's your sister's birthday. It's my little brother's birthday. It's her too. birthday this week. I'm not going to say one because I don't want to. Oh, today that. is my little brother's birthday and my little sister's birthday. birthday Aquarius. Is later this week. Happy birthday, little brother. Yeah, Happy my brother. Siblings. Yeah, Jairus' birthday's today. Nina's is Thursday, maybe? 101 Adam says happy birthday to everyone. Thanks. All right, guys. We'll see you all next week. We'll see what uh, Allie has in store for us next week. Uh, Allie's, again, Allie's going to be doing the Valentine's Day episode, which is not going to be paranormal per se. It'll be spicy relationship romantic questions. Oh. (laughs) Another spicy episode? Does Allie have any ideas that aren't spicy episodes? I think they're appropriate for Valentine's Day, so I'll let her run with it, especially since uh, the Christmas party that we did was really great with those spicy questions. I was surprised at how good that that was. We've done one other spicy one, didn't we? You, me, and Wazzy do a spicy one? Yes, we did. We did. did Helicopter Leo. Helicopter Leo. Leo. I remember this Don't ask about... Oh, that premium content is worth buying, guys. that one's worth everything. That one is worth it. That spicy premium content yeah, was like, worth it. The is, name says it all. Helicopter. The content is so spicy and so unfiltered. I do agree that that's some worthwhile content. I think if anybody were to subscribe to our Patreon, we've got great content. We have the Matrix that Wazzy did, the Glitch in the Matrix content. We've got oh, yeah. the, the Pokemon uh, content with Lord Cronus and Stormfrog, which is excellent. We got I'm still mad Leo. I missed that one. Helicopter Leo, we got Ghostbusters Afterlife Watch Party. Our premium content's really good. So check it out, everybody. We'll see y'all next week. Say hi Maybe to Maybe there'll be some more twerking soon. TikTok leggings soon in the Patreon. Stay away from Rapey Ghosts. We'll see y'all next week. Have a good night. Francis Bye. 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 America. Bye. <laughs> All right, we're out there. Uh, I don't.